So in order to make a great podcast, here's the recipe to do it. You need one part adult language, one part fun situations, a dash of cuteness, three main characters, a little bit of weirdness, and an amusing yet heartfelt plot. So listener discretion is advised. Watch out for sharks. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and manga reviews about chronically enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan. Say konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode, and it is a good time to happen because last week was crazy. Uh... Anime Next is over with. I'm able to relax now. I'm done with it. The Insane Manga Challenges went amazingly. All the panels went really well. Surprisingly, we got a lot of good response from the new panel, Lost Love and Anime and Manga. We got some rants about some of the answers for the Insane Manga Challenge. And from under the bed, hard anime and manga went really well. Also, the ultimate manga recommendation for grown-ups, that I was surprised the line was out the door very happy that happened i guess i'm starting to be a little bit better at that anyway i'm getting ahead of myself for those of you who are joining us for the first time welcome like i said in the intro spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about technically enhanced narratives every episode i'll talk about one or two geek properties it could be a manga it could be a movie it could be anime tv shows video games concerts conventions whatever and i tell you about it what the pros and cons are if it's worth investing your time and if the art style is great if the characters are great if it's got a great conclusion i let you know the basics about it if it's an older series i'll spoil the hell out of it if it's a newer series i try to keep as much spoiler out of it now you don't have to agree with anything we say here but i'm a little entertaining and i try my best to keep it as impartial as possible unfortunately it's there are some series that i cannot just be like yeah this is a great Seriously, this is a great movie. There are some movies I will rave about and some I will rant about. Well, anyway, so with that in mind, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrkin.com. You can email us at spyrkin.gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, PSN, Nintendo Switches. My code is in the show notes. I'm on PSN and also Xbox Live, so you can find me one way or the other. Doesn't matter. Now... 
Also, our next convention that we're going to be at is Oticon in August. I'll let you know when that is, how it's going to be, and I'm a little excited for Oticon because it looks like it's going to be a great time. I just hope that it goes well. It's first year in Washington, D.C. We're going to see where it goes. Now, okay, now that I've got all that junk out of the way, hope you guys have been good. And this manga we're talking about today that I spun last episode on that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, is one which I actually have a lot of fun with. And the crazy part is that I was like, eh, with it. But I really enjoy it. For those who don't know, I like some of these weird, more relaxing Senen series. And this is one of those ones which is really relaxing, and it's a Senen series. Now, this manga was written by Guido Amagakure, and by it was published by Kodansha. So Kodansha released it over here. And it's a Senen series, obviously written for adult males. But it can be read by anybody. A lot of people I know who like this are women, because they find it adorable. I'm surprised this is so good. It was released in Good Afternoon Magazine from 2013, still coming out. There are nine volumes right now. There is an anime series, and it is a slice of life. And what I'm talking about is Amame to Inazuma, or as we have it translated over here, Sweetness and Lightning. Now, this series is very interesting. The whole premise of it is that you have our, our main character, Inazuka Kohei. He is a father to a precocious five-year-old named Sumugi, and they love each other. And it has been six months since his wife passed away. He's a widower. Now, the problem is that since he is a single father, he's a teacher, he is very busy, he tries to do the best for his daughter, he's got some problems. One of them is that he can't cook for the life of him. He cannot cook. He's not good at it. So he constantly is buying his daughter pretty much packaged food. It's like fast food, packaged food, ready-cooked meals, which is a big thing in Japan. It's all those bentos that they're already made, so he buys them for his daughter so that he doesn't have to cook. But he wants to do something nice for her. He, he does want to make her eat healthy because she's a growing girl. She can't just eat junk food like him. He's a thin guy. She's a growing girl. She needs some... some... veggies. So... Long story short, one day they are going to the Cherry Blossom Festival and they run into a young lady who had a huge bento with her, like a huge one, and she's like super happy and crying at the same time about it. And they're like saying, You okay? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I ate my I ate this whole meal. My mom was supposed to show up, she didn't show up, and I ate this whole thing. We own a restaurant, the food is amazing, but you know what? She didn't show up, so I got mad. I ate the food, the food was so good it made me so happy I cried. But you know what, if you want, here's the food. She hands him a business card and says, if you want, you can come here. I'll serve you the best food possible. And so you for, kind of forget about it. And then later on, they have to get food. And uh, Inazuka and his daughter end up at this girl's restaurant. And she's like, and she says, yeah, I'll make you food. I'll make you food. Turns out she can't cook very well. Her mom cooks really well, but she's kind of still learning. So what happens is they end up hanging out at this restaurant with Kotori, the main character, Kotori Ida. And they end up with this arrangement where they come over and they make food for different things. First, they start off with just very simple danaba rice. And then it goes further on into things like fried chicken, gyoza donuts all this stuff and it's all just 
them trying to get Sumugi to eat and them developing a relationship. Now, the thing is also that Kotori is one of his students. So it's a little weird because I think that the main... Inazuka sensei, he doesn't really see her as a love interest at first, but he's kind of like, oh, she's very motherly, and he's starting to kind of feel things for her, but Katori does like him and likes Samugi, and it becomes almost a, there's beginnings of a romance, but they don't really focus on it. They focus more on the food and the relationship between Kohei and his daughter, because Samugi is so precocious and does some great things and does some terrible things. It is a good very heartwarming tale now if you like violence you like action this is not for you the biggest action there is is when Samugi has to go out to get medicine for her dad because her dad is sick and remember i said she's five years old and he said don't leave the house and she literally gets she sees her anime and she's like i'm gonna be a superhero and i'm gonna help daddy get him some jello and some water and she leaves the house and she ends up running to get him medicine Goes to Katori to get some stuff. And it's a, she has a very whimsical adventure. In the anime, they do a great job expounding these seven panels to like a half hour of just craziness. Also, the shark song. Enough said. <laughs> so, as you can tell, I really do enjoy this manga. I do like cooking mangas a lot. I like find them interesting. I find them informative. And this is one of those ones that does that where it actually will explain how to dice correctly, how to cut correctly. And the story is wrapped around these cooking lessons. It's And there are some really good recipes. Like I said, the gyoza recipe I tried, it was amazing. I did the donut recipe. It's yeast donuts. I didn't expect them to come out as good as they did, and they really did come out. The American adaptation actually takes into account the differences between American-style foods and Japanese-style foods, because some of the foods that we have equivalent are different. For example, carrots over there or, or daikons are not readily found over here, so you have to find something which is similar but different, and they have the answers to what is similar and different. And I really do enjoy it. Now, the other part about this which I really find interesting is it's also dealing with the fact that, as I said in the beginning, this is this, a story about overcoming grief because Kohei just lost his wife and Samugi lost his, her mother. And at first it just goes over it a little bit, but as it, the story goes on, you start to see the influences, the impacts of the loss of this very important figure in their lives. I mean, you have where Samugi has a bag that she, her mother made her before she died, and when it gets damaged, the question is, do they throw it out or is she going to keep it? And she wants to keep it because it's part of mom. It's part of mommy's legacy so they end up fixing it and kind of making a new thing adding something from daddy so it becomes a family thing where later on they find mommy's cookbook they decide to make from the cookbook and it is bittersweet because you have this situation of of sumugi getting a new mother figure in katori and katori helping sumugi get over the loss of her mother also Kohei's doing the best he can he's like I said he's starting to fall in love with Katori as well but more importantly he's focusing on being the best dad he could be to Samugi now I know that for most slice of lives they don't sound super impactful but this one is pretty impactful and is very good and if you have a child in your life if it's a little brother if it's a nephew if it's a child a son 
I guarantee you'll like this. Even if you don't have one, it's a fun story because it is so weird. And also, the food is drawn amazingly. They are, it looks not photorealistic, but the art style is comfortable. It's tantalizing. It's teasing you a little bit. It makes you want to try the food when you read it. You start to kind of drool when you're seeing them put yeast donuts into the iron pot to heat up. And you just can hear it in your head, the bubbling sound. You're like, I want a donut now. I want to go get a donut. Or you're watching them make fried chicken or gratin, which I hate gratin. And I was like, I want to actually try this gratin. And they had the curry with raisins in it. You're like, raisins? What the hell? Raisins? I want to eat that. But it's really good. It does make you smile a bit. Every time you read you smile. Even when something bad happens, like Samugi running away at a festival and everyone's trying to find Samugi. You're worried, oh, are they going to find her? Are they gonna, is she going to be okay? And when they do, you feel bad for Kohei yelling at him, yelling at his daughter for what happened. I know I keep saying him and it's a her, but you know I'm just very animated about this. I recommend it. I really do. And for our five-point rating, I'm going to have to give this a... Since there is a child in the manga, I'm going to be very... I'm going to censor it. It's going to be RRRF. A really, really, really frelling cool. Because it is a good manga. It's sweet. It's something which you read after you read something like Blame or Gantz or Berserk. To clear the palate a bit. Using the food pun. It takes you to a simpler time. It's why Senden series, a lot of them are very slice of life and very happy. It takes your mind off the crap that's happening in the real world and it makes things feel simple. And that's a good thing. It gives you a good feeling to it. Like I said, I can I can highly recommend this. There's six volumes out right now. If you have a chance, go get them. They're worth it. Damn, that was a quick review. I usually go really quick, but this was a very fast review, especially with just it's I, there's not much I could say about it. I could just say, oh, this happens and this happens, but you just read it. So remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me at spirekin@gmail.com. I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace. I know, uh, Tumblr, PSN, all these other lovely websites. You can email me at zan@spirekin.com. It's X A N, not Z A N. Yeah, tell me what. The question of the day is going to be, which of the recipes that they make would you like to try? Me, like I said, I've tried a bunch. I like the Salisbury steak, but I personally preferred the fried chicken a little better. Sweet and spicy, which works really well. Let me know. Email me at zanspocker.com. You can leave me a comment on the website itself. Or if you want to be really cool, go to iTunes and leave us a rate us on the show notes. Give us some high speed. Stars, five stars would be awesome. It's like a little thing in the chip tip jar. We should eventually start doing a tip jar, sell stuff online, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so now let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it that a fan actually made us. And each slot has a number on it. What we're going to do is we're going to assign a manga to each of the slots. And whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 212. And I'm excited because we've got some really good titles. we got some which are horror-filled and some which are 
sports mangas that aren't really sports mangas. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode. I'm kind of excited. Number two. So, ooh, okay. In the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga which is about sports, but not really sports, about a sport which is very unusual. If you've ever seen the movie Cuban Fury, you will know what I'm talking about. It's, a, it's a, something which is different, something which is unusual. I'm talking about dancing. And not typical dancing. This isn't one of those ones which is about hip-hop dancing. It's not step up. No. This is Seijiwa Pin, or Straighten Up. Welcome to Sejuka High's Competitive Dance Club. Something which I found by Axe in Japan, it's actually really fun. I'll let you guys know about it next time. So with that in mind, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great day, and I am Gonsville. I'll catch you next time. Uchi